This is Marwick on Sunday on 882 6PR. Good afternoon. Lovely to have your company in the middle of this terrific Australia Day yes. long weekend. 22 minutes past one, Bradley. Before we get to our friend Bridget Duclos, we've got a couple of people who want to have a chat on the wireless. Right. Bill's in Spearwood. G'day, Bill. G'day. How you going, gang? Good, really Billy. well, Bill. That's good. I just wanted to uh, comment on uh, on Brad's commentary there about uh, uh, men coaching in uh, women's sporting events. And I tell you, Brad, you, you say it like it is, mate. There's so much political correctness these days in everything, but, but that's another example of it. Yeah. You know, you, you, you're given a job to produce the best you can with, with uh, the, the team that you're given. And the whole idea is that you try and get them to, to reach their peak fitness. That's not fat shaming, mate. No, I agree. That's just trying to get them to, to lift their game and improve themselves. Despite, you know, it's, it's better for them, it's better for the team, it's better for everybody. Exactly. Aspire to higher, higher, you know, sort of limitations. Don't, don't put a limit on where you can go. And as I say, in the context of what you say, Bill, that's the, that's the critical part, you know, and that's the dangerous part as far as I'm concerned. That's why I worry about it. There's, a, there's actually a, another area that's similar to that these days, and that's I've always loved dogs and I've loved kids. Yep. But these days, you know, you can't go near somebody, some stranger's children, as cute as they may be, without somebody thinking that you're up to no good. It's mm. the same sort of thing, mate. Yeah. It never yep. ends. Yeah. No, I'm with you, Billy. Good yeah, call. Good call, Bill. Uh, let's talk to... Uh, hello, old mate Troy and Collie. How are you? Oh, very good, boys and girls. How are we? Did we have a bit of lamb and a bit of sausage yesterday for Aussie Day? Of course. Yeah, too lamb right. Cuts. Too right. We'll be, speaking, we'll be speaking to the Lambassador, Sam Kekovic, a little bit later about that. Troy, what did you do for Australia Day? <laughs> uh, we had a big feed of um, marin last night. Oh, did oh. you? Because it's yeah, marin. Yeah. So the season's... No, don't worry. Yeah, don't worry about the crayfish, Jane. I'm worried about the crayfish, Troy. We all know I'm worried about the crayfish, Troy. Yeah, yeah. What do you got for us, Troy? Uh, you're exactly right, Brad. Um, uh, like I've got three daughters in there, you know, bit wait here, or three women in my life. And the wife says to me, I've oh, have got a big thumb. And I say, no, it's a jean glove. Um, uh, Brad, it is true what you say. Why don't we look at it this way? Why can't we look at it like um, we all live under one rule? We're all human beings. How do you reckon that would go? That would be good. That would be very nice. Wouldn't it, Justin? Look, as the female in this discussion, I feel like that's what what women fought for, to be treated as equals, equals, not to be treated as special. And I tell you something else, Janet Albrechtson wrote a cracking article in The Australian this weekend about women choosing to stay at home and look after their children mm. and, and being sort of questioned about that. And, sure. you know, uh, to me, a real, a real women's rights means you can choose to go to work. Yep. You can choose to look after your children, but you want to be treated as an equal. Be a homemaker. Exactly. Yeah. No, I agree. Good call. Thanks, Troy. Now, now Jane, yeah. you know, as we meander our way through this life called media that you and I have been in for a long, long time, sometimes this, you know, a young person comes along and it just takes you by, takes you back because they're so knowledgeable. They're, you know, man or woman, they're pretty in front of the camera and their dulcet tones and they know their sport inside out and you think wow we've found a star this is not one of them 
<laughs> Pull the fader up, baby. <laughs> Hello, Bridget. Hello, Bridget the Globe. Jane, Jane, how lovely to talk to you. <laughs> oh, Bridget. <laughs> oh, Bridget. What, what was that as an intro, Jane? Really? Oh, yeah. So, Bridge, I said, oh, I'll do the intro, and Brad said, oh, no, can I do, can I do Bridget's no. intro? I, I should have known, shouldn't I? <laughs> I knew the minute he said young that he wasn't talking about that. <laughs> oh, Bridge. Uh, hey, Bridget. Bradley, how are you? I'm going extremely well, Bridget. I'm missing you, but I'm not missing yeah. your work because you have, for the last two weeks, been an international star around the Oz oh, Tennis look, Open, haven't you? Look, uh, call me Naomi Osaka, really. <laughs> I, have, <laughs> I have had the greatest time. Um, it's the first time I've ever actually worked on the Australian Open fully, as in right in the, oh, you know, the, where the nuts and bolts where it all happens. And I have just had the most fantastic two weeks, like I think everybody in Australia has, because it has to be one of the best tournaments I've seen in years, best Australian Opens as far as highs and lows and excitement, don't you think? Yes, loved it. Been brilliant. Tell, tell us about last night's final, particularly the, the participants. Oh, look, I am just such a fan of both those girls. In fact, it's, it was one of those rare occasions where I really didn't care who won because they've both got great stories. Um, of course, Naomi Osaka, the young Japanese, half Haitian, actually, Girl, she is really, really different to the rest of the girls on the circuit. She's got something incredibly quirky about her, mm. which is just so refreshing and attractive. And I've seen her play live a couple of times this tournament, and my God, can she hit the ball. I just love her. I think she is the most wonderful thing that's happened to women's tennis in a long while. And just so thrilled to see her win the way she did without Serena sooking in the corner. Yeah. Oh, Bridge, I'm so glad you brought up the Serena sooking thing. I oh felt I felt the same way as you did. I was texting my mate Paige Taylor, who was just on the show a bit earlier. She's at the Australian and she was barracking for Osaka and I said, oh, I don't mind who wins this. I love Kavita. No. I, I, love this, I love her story too and we'll get into that in, in just a moment. Yeah. But I, yeah. was, I was glad that it was those two women in that final, Bridge. Yeah. I was so thrilled when Serena got bundled out because <laughs> I, I can't forgive her for the way she behaved. And in one of her press conferences, somebody asked her about the New York, uh, you know, situation. It's like she just her mind as if it never happened. Now, what she should have done, she's time to reflect now. She should have apologised. Yep. And then we could have all moved on. That's all it takes, an apology. But I can't forgive her for the way she treated that gorgeous Naomi Osaka who's been dignified, you know, through the whole thing. And I was just thrilled to see her get up there last night. And how gracious was she with her, you know, compliments about Petra. And, oh, she's just a, a fantastic young lady. Let's have so, a listen. Bridge, let's, Bridge and Brad, let's mm. have a listen to Naomi Osaka. We don't need you. We, no, you can, just, you can just be quiet and sit in the naughty corner. Let's have a listen Off to Naomi Osaka. Uh, huge congrats to you, Petra. Um, I've always wanted to play you, and you've been through so much, and uh, honestly, I wouldn't have wanted this to be our first match. Um, but, um, yeah, huge congrats to you and your team, and you're really amazing, and I'm really honoured to have played you in the final programs. How cool was that, Bridget? And people were uh, critical of her saying she didn't smile. I thought she was overwhelmed, and I thought she was brilliant. <laughs> she was brilliant. She was so nervous, the poor little thing. She can't stand the limelight. And I think that is one of the more gracious speeches I've ever heard. Um, yep. I, you know, I don't think you can fault Naomi Osaka. She's carried out. I love the way she, like, she had lost the plot halfway through the game, to be honest. <laughs> but she just seems to recover somehow in this most incredible manner. I, I just love her. I think tennis, women's tennis, say goodbye to the Serena's of the world. I'm not, Serena's been fantastic, don't get me wrong, but I'm not mm. fussed. 
that you know if she if it's time for her to move on because I feel we've got some real talent. Because let, let's move on to Kvitova. What what a champion she is, and her story uh, is just so touching. Um, very odd, you know. She was in Prague, uh, I think it was 2016, in her apartment, and a random attack uh, came and stabbed her in the hand. Now. It's hard to believe that's random, isn't it? That yeah. To think that it just happened to be a tennis, famous tennis player's apartment and she was stabbed in the hand. But that's what happened. And she's lucky to have even picked up a racket again and let's, didn't think she would. Let's have a listen to Kavitova's response where she touches on that. Thank you for everything. But um, mostly um, thank you for sticking with me. Um, even we didn't know if I... If I was able to hold the racket again. There she was, Bridget. Yeah. Very moving. Oh, I mean, she's only 28. She's still got plenty of tennis left. So I, That's why, Jane, it was so easy, wasn't it? To either one could have won, yeah. and I think the whole crowd would have been thrilled. But they put on a great show, and that's all you can ask for in a, in a final. Now, Janie, this up-and-coming star at the end of the phone at the moment doing this report. Oh, I mean, <laughs> she... Don't start now. It's too late. <laughs> You're she, done. You're dead for me, she, <laughs> she, she has been on a mission. She has stripped down weight. She's given up alcohol. I had, I had to console her during the week, though, because if she had a leave pass from her partner of life, it was Roger Federer. Are you okay? Yeah, not really, no. I, if I had stalked Roger, I'd stalked him around the tournament. I'd sat in every press conference in every language, <laughs> just hoping that he'd notice me and decide that really he didn't need his wife. And um, I don't usually go for married men, Jane. I want to make that quite clear. But no. on this occasion, I was willing to, you know, break the rules. It's, under, it's understandable <laughs> when it's the Fed, isn't it, Bridge? Oh, God, he's perfect, isn't is he? Oh. I'm, I'm going to fight my mum for him, actually. <laughs> you know, in her 80s. But anyway, she, um, he, where he did go. But look, you know, I think, um, Brad, I handled it uh, maturely, as yes. you know I do, because mm. I couldn't help but love the, uh, the young Greek boy. Uh, Stefano Sissipas. He, I mean, Ooh. he brought a lovely. Yeah, look at that. So I yeah. can say the name. Again. I like Sissipas. Um, <laughs> you know, um, Jane, I've been having a lot of trouble with the name, and <laughs> I thought I was going quite well until yesterday. I was in uh, doing the Australian Open radio show we've been doing, and uh, I said "pui" about the Frenchman, <laughs> and uh, Richard Evans, who's a very polite Englishman who's followed the circuit for three years, said it's <laughs> and I said, oh, God, I give up. I'm going to call him Pooh from now on. I can't be bothered. So I've struggled with the names, but really, they should just, you know, Brad Hardy, what's wrong with that for a name? Exactly right. Now, have you, got a, have you got a seat courtside tonight for the men's? Uh, well, what happens with the media is they go into a ballot because obviously it's the one uh, game that everybody wants to go to. So I'm in the ballot. Yep. And I just have to wait and see if my name gets drawn out of the hat. But either way, I'll um, watch it. If I not, I'll probably sort of sit behind the commentary box over the, <laughs> over the shoulders of our team and watch that way. Who, who are you <laughs> barracking for, Bridge, tonight? Oh, I'm struggling to barrack again because, I, I look, I think Nadal is playing tennis. I've never seen tennis like it, to be honest. He is a oh, – I can't imagine anybody getting past him. But if anyone can, it is Djokovic. And I really like both of them. You know, they've been yep. talking all about the change of the guard and – I mean, they've got ahead of themselves. These two guys, and Roger, I mean, he's had a bad tournament, but I'm going to leave him in the top three, obviously. They have got plenty left in them. They have got a lot yeah. to go. And 
we could only hope for um, what a sour match like they did last time. Bridge, um, did you, were you taken oh, aback by the article in the Australian that was sort of saying why we don't like Djokovic? I mean, Djokovic came and did uh, played the Hopman Cup here, and he was so much fun. And we just, yeah. I personally thought he was terrific. Were you taken aback by that? Yeah. Do, do you see I negativity from the crowd? No, not no, at all. In no. fact, he's so popular in the Melbourne crowd. I think what they're doing is comparing it to to what Roger and Nadal get, which, I mean, Roger comes on court and there's an aura, which I can't even explain. Um, and it's not just that I have a deep love emotion love for him, <laughs> but it does seem to happen. But I think with Djokovic, is he just, uh, it's just the way he appears. He is more incredible than anybody, really, when you look at his background and what he's come through, you know, the war, um, he used to practice in bomb shelters, for goodness sake, during the war. So he is more remarkable than anybody and um, he's in good form. Don't I Actually, I ran into him yesterday. It was quite fun. I accidentally ran into him. I didn't knock him over, so he's still you know, okay to play. <laughs> but um, I think uh, I love him and I think I think the Australians love him too. I mean, when it comes to he or Rafa, who will they go for more? I'm not sure. Probably now, Rafa. Now, before we let you go, because you know... I'm not you're, going, you're, I'm enjoying you're, this. <laughs> <laughs> Your time is the yes. Especially, especially Bridget, that Brad's hardly getting a word in. That's the no, best part no, of no, this. No, no, I'm, I'm loving this. You, you should, I'm loving you, Jay. You, you should try working with her. Uh, both of you. Uh, I'll just get to a stage where now tomorrow night, married at first sight. Uh, what? Well, now that is almost exciting as a <laughs> Now, Jane, you need to know I am not much of a reality star, uh, show person. I, I think I get sick of them, but this one... <laughs> Maths is one that absolutely has got me in, and if it's half as good as last season, I'm looking forward to meeting the 28-year-old virgin. <laughs> um, he's on with me tomorrow night. <laughs> Stand by. Are you going to watch Jack? I might now. <laughs> oh, you've got to. You've got to. I'm, I never watch. Brand. I never watch reality TV. Politics is my bag, Bridget. That's how boring I am. But you've you've, oh, you've I'm been more boring. Don't worry. You've been the greatest hook. I might watch it tomorrow night, Bridget Duclay. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on the wireless. My favourite part is Brad Hardley. Hardly, yeah. hardly had a now word. Get in. off. Yeah. Oh, we can do this every week if you like. We need him. <laughs> Cheers, Bridge. Thanks, Jane. Thanks for talking. Bye, Brad. Oh, bye bye. I hope she gets in the ballot, Bradley. I she will get she through because I'll see her name, Duclos. Oh, that must be an, that's an international. She's got to be there. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll come back. We're trying to get Sam Kekovich. We haven't had much luck with him. Trying to get him on the phone. Probably got a blood nose. Yeah, another one. Um, nine double two double one eight eighty two. If you'd like to have a chat, we've got oh, I don't know twenty odd minutes of the program left. You want to have a chat to Brad Hardy about any of the sport? I'm interested to know what you think about the Matildas. Uh, who are you barracking for tonight? Are you watching the Oz Open? It's at the really exciting end of the tournament now. And also, what you thought of what Bridget had to say? I agree with her on Serena. She's been an absolute champion, but I think she lost uh, a bit of support with the way she handled Domi Osaka at the US Open. Nine double two double one eight eighty two. If you'd like to have a chat, Savo.